Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Involving TikTok. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. A temporary 3% cap on rent increases passes in Prince George's County. In Largo, I'm John Doman. And an announcement comes later this morning on when the cherry blossoms will likely reach peak bloom in D.C. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A blizzard is slamming California Sierra Nevada mountains. It's dumped several feet of new snow on the same areas buried in last week's storm. Barbara Frederick's been stuck at a Greyhound bus terminal in Sacramento for three days. It's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. We're missing our families. We're missing our jobs. We're missing our homes and our animals. Correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti is in Pollock Pines. Sheriff's deputies in Northern California are using snowmobiles to check on trapped residents after many major roadways were shut down. Everyone here is feeling completely stuck. Most of the stores are running out of supplies. The gas stations appear out of gas. The storm has also turned deadly. An 80-year-old woman was killed when her snow-laden porch collapsed. Police in Greece have arrested a station master after a passenger train and a freight train collided west of Athens, killing at least 36 people. This man was on Board. It was 10 nightmarish seconds. We were turning over in the wagon until we fell on our sides and until the commotion stopped. Then there was panic. Cables everywhere. The fire was immediate. As we were turning over, we were being burned. Many of the passengers were college students returning from carnival celebrations. We're learning about the fifth near-miss involving U.S. flights this year. This time, Boston's Logan International, the site. Correspondent Chris Van Cleve. Investigators say a private Learjet entered the runway to take off, just as Jet Blue Flight 206 was moments from landing on the same runway. FlightAware shows the JetBlue plane roughly 100 feet from the ground before it abruptly pulls up. Extra pandemic-era food benefits end today. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. These so-called SNAP benefits are ending just as food prices soar. Shopper Susie McQuillan in Boston. I don't think it's right. The price of food and everything's gone up. I just spent $100. I barely got anything. Typical food aid benefits will drop by more than $80 per person. As many as 30 million Americans will feel the pinch. A special congressional committee has held its first hearing on China, spying the origins of COVID-19. Expert Matthew Pottinger testified about TikTok. We've seen multiple leaks of dangerous pathogens out of Chinese laboratories over the years. We've seen fatal leaks from Chinese government labs. Accepted any advice from a pet fluencer lately? It's one of the terms just added to dictionary.com. It refers to online influencers who use their animals to gain followers. Another addition, rage farming, defined as using inflammatory content to spark a social media response. This is CBS News. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. It's 8.03 on Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. We're at 41 degrees sunshine, up to 60 today. morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm Shana Stulen. The top local stories we're following this hour. We are hearing this morning from the mother of 
Timothy Johnson. He's the 37-year-old who was shot and killed by police after he was accused of stealing designer sunglasses and ran from a store at Tyson's Corner Center Mall. A week after his death, Johnson's mother says she still hasn't heard from police. She wants answers. Yeah, I think there's just no words to just kind of experience. I'm a, I'm a woman of faith. Melissa Johnson is leaning into her faith a week after her son Timothy was shot and killed by Fairfax County Police. I'm not angry. I'm not vengeful. I'm not saying it's us against them or down with the police officer. I believe that this is an opportunity for, like, let's see what policies, practices, and procedures that is not working And let's see how we need to fix them. Her attorneys are demanding the department release records in connection with the case and joining the NAACP's call for an independent investigation into Johnson's killing. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Heads up if you drive the Dulles Toll Road. As of today, tolls on that road are cashless. Here at the main toll plaza, nobody's stopping this morning. Cash is no longer accepted and the coin baskets have been deactivated. Now the three ways to pay are with Easy Pass, which will deduct $4 at the main plaza and 2 bucks at the ramp. You can pay with one of four approved smartphone apps. Or if you haven't planned ahead at all, a camera will snap your license plate as you drive through a toll and you'll get an invoice with a buck sixty administrative fee tacked on for each toll. On the Dulles Toll Road, Neil Oikenstein, WTLP News. In Maryland, prosecutors have met with the state's congressional delegation to firm up efforts to fight crime. Among the issues they are dealing with, a TikTok challenge to steal cars. That story from WTOP's Mitchell Miller, today on The Hill. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy acknowledges there's been a surge in stolen cars. The challenge that was on TikTok really added, unfortunately, to the desire for young people to commit that crime. Videos have shown how to steal certain models, creating another problem for law enforcement and car owners. Carjackings have dipped a bit recently, but remain at historically high levels around the Washington area. Maryland Senator Ben Cardin says more resources for prosecutors and police need to lead to results. The bottom line is, are we getting the bad people off the streets? On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. If you're a renter and you get a new landlord, it could mean a substantial increase in your rent. In Prince George's County, though, a cap on future hikes has just been put in place. Ahead of the vote, County Executive Angela Alsobrooks joined with a majority of the council, including Crystal Laureata, to throw support behind a new temporary cap on rent increases. Renters know that they're not going to wake up one day and their rent is going to be double. During this moratorium, the county hopes to come up with a better solution. And there was frustration with where things are right now in the voices of those who spoke for and against the bill. My rent was raised $800 with a 23-day notice. Rent control creates slums blighted properties. Ultimately, the only council member who voted against the bill was Mel Franklin. Being pro-business, pro-jobs, pro-economic growth is along the road. In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. Speaking of flowers, when will D.C.'s famous flowers be their prettiest? At an event later this morning, the National Park Service will announce this year's Peak bloom prediction for the Yoshino cherry blossoms on the Tidal Basin. We will have a reporter there. The National Cherry Blossom Festival is set for March 20th to April 16th. 
So will it coincide with peak bloom? Here's what Storm Team Forest Chuck Bell thinks. We have some colder days coming late next week and the week after that, but I fully suspect that we will be at or near peak bloom at the very beginning of the Cherry Blossom Festival, somewhere between St. Patrick's Day and the 20th or 21st of March. Yeah, thanks to all this mild weather we've been having, the trees reached the first of six blooming stages almost a week ago, and that was extra early. Oh, yeah. Well, coming up after traffic and weather, a major U.S. automaker announces hundreds of job cuts. It's 808. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to the WTOP Traffic Center and Rita Kessler. Well, we're certainly not having fun this morning anywhere you're trying to drive. The roads are slow, slow, slow. Not a lot of accidents, not a lot of incidents causing these. Just an awful lot of volume in the roadway. Now, we are seeing a delay on eastbound Georgetown Pike uh, coming from Spring Hill Road trying to make your way toward the Beltway. Keep an eye out for anything on Georgetown Pike that may be before the Beltway. You're also finding on the Beltway. A variety of delays in Virginia. The interloop headed all the way into Annandale. The crash had been after Braddock Road, but over on the right shoulder so your travel lanes are open. Then delays from 29 in Merrifield all the way toward Georgetown Pike. Your outer loop delays are from Old Georgetown Road and off of the southbound 270 spur headed toward the American Legion Bridge. But we also have delays on southbound 270 headed past the lane divide onto the inner loop that takes you to Connecticut Avenue. There were delays on southbound Connecticut before Beach Drive headed toward Jones Bridge Road that was backing up that ramp from the Beltway. Outer loop topside delays from 95 around toward Georgia. Southbound 95 joins that delay with a, a backup from the intercounty connector headed on to the outer loop of the Beltway. Inner loop delays are in College Park, while in Prince George's County, your outer loop slowed down from 214 Central Avenue headed toward 450, and the inner loop delay from St. Barnabas Road headed across the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. Delays from all directions of 295 trying to make your way onto the 11th Street Bridge to head onto the freeway. The northbound 395 delay is coming off of 95, headed all the way past Seminary, where the crash is cleared toward King Street, then from the Pentagon, headed across the 14th Street Bridge and the Case Bridge. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, if it's way used cars best, visit fitzmall.com today. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Thank you, Rita. The sun is out and it is going to be gorgeous today. Let's get your full forecast from Storm Team Force Chad Merrill. Grab the sweater before you head to work or school this morning, but by this afternoon, we have temperatures in the low 60s with increasing clouds. We will have a couple of drips for the morning commute on Thursday, and then we break out into some sunshine, temperatures near 70 degrees. A very cold rain on Friday with temperatures only in the 40s. We start out Saturday with a little bit of rain and fog, but we salvage most of the day with temperatures in the low 50s. We are dry on Sunday. We are back in the low 50s. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. 39 in Chantilly now, 43 in Penn Quarter, and 37 in Columbia. Your forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. General Motors is cutting hundreds of salaried positions as it follows other major companies, including competitors, in downsizing to preserve cash and boost profits. The cuts affect about 500 positions across various functions of the company, according to a person familiar with the plans, which were announced internally Yesterday, Now, the timing of the cuts, which were first reported by the Detroit News, 
is odd. They come roughly a month after top company leaders told investors there were no plans for any layoffs. The hotel industry is projected to continue its recovery this year, but Jeff Claybaugh says D.C.'s hotel business still might not fully bounce back. The American Hotel and Lodging Association expects hotel employment in D.C. to reach 14,000 jobs by the end of this year, down 19% from pre-pandemic. D.C.'s hotel occupancy will reach 69%, still 10% lower, but $428 million in tax revenue will be back to pre-pandemic. Nationwide, hotel state and local tax revenue is projected to reach a record-high $47 billion this year. Ahead on WTOP. Warner proposed bill in Montgomery County that would prohibit police from stopping drivers for low-level offenses. I'm Melissa Howell. It's 812. Money News brought to you by VADMV. Do you ride a motorcycle? If you do, remember no matter how you roll, always roll with your gear on. A message from the Virginia DMV. January is in the rearview mirror, and for some, those New Year's resolutions may already be out the window. Deborah Feinstein spoke with two doctors from Adventist Healthcare Fort Washington Medical Center about how you can still meet your goals. We are joined by Dr. Tuesday Cook, a board-certified minimally invasive and bariatric surgeon, and Dr. Ogechi Anyoku, an internal medicine physician. What do you think are some of the more manageable goals that people can and should be striving for. New Year's goals really should be something positive to your life. So it's a great goal to want to drink more water. If I drink zero glasses of water a day today and I want to drink 10 glasses of water, maybe over the next three months I'll drink three glasses of water a day and then the next three months after that, six glasses of water and then at the end of the year I'll be drinking 10 glasses of water. But it is really important to find a primary care provider because we can help identify problems before they become major issues. Healthy weight is important. Healthy diet, nutritional changes, um, and behavior modification, including exercise, are the things that go along hand in hand with maintaining and losing weight. I will tell you that for patients who suffer from the disease that is um, morbid obesity or high weight, that and exercise alone don't help. They need the help that is metabolic and bariatric surgery. When we have our visits post-operative, because I see them for the, for the rest of their lives, they can walk to the mailbox and back without getting short of breath. They can get on the floor and play with their kids and their grandkids. They can fit through a turnstile. Rely on your team of providers to support you through the process because we are truly invested in your success. To learn more about health and wellness services available from Adventist Healthcare Fort Washington Medical Center, visit AdventistFWMC.com or search Top Health on WTOP.com. Good morning. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. A new report is out on how Maryland students fared with online classes during the pandemic. We'll find out a little later this morning when peak viewing will likely be for the cherry blossoms in D.C. this year. And a drug meant to put animals to sleep is showing up in the illegal drug supply in Maryland. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. More news in 60 seconds. Here's Kevin Kelly, chairman and CEO of Arcfield, on the efficiency of model-based systems engineering. Um, Today we use model-based systems engineering, whereas in the past we used to design things sequentially. We have to do things much faster now. We do concurrent engineering. Everybody builds their modules simultaneously. And we have digital models that we input all of that that data into to make sure that systems are going to interoperate with one another and we can still control those interfaces. So in our field, we invest in our our MBSE or model-based systems engineering infrastructure. 
part of our ongoing R&D. We train our people in how to use that, and it, it is a really enabling function that didn't exist 20 or 30 years ago, but it's absolutely critical now to, to hasten the pace of development. That's Kevin Kelly, chairman and CEO of Arcfield. For more of this conversation, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. This is WTOP News. It is 8.15. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm Shana Stulen. Being pulled over for a busted taillight or tinted window may be a thing of the past in one part of our region soon. A new bill introduced yesterday would ban those type of stops by police. The Safety and Traffic Equity and Policing, or the STEP Act, would limit traffic stops in Montgomery County. Limits traffic stops for low-level moving violations as a primary offense. It requires more robust data collection. Councilmember Will Jawando introduced the legislation. The bill is in response to a report released which found disparities in police interactions by race and ethnicity. This is an effort to eliminate those type of traffic stops that are pretextual in nature and focus police on solving and preventing violent crime and on the most urgent traffic safety issues like speeding. A public hearing is set for June. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. And we've reached out to Montgomery County Police as well as the police union to find out what they think this will impact in terms of public safety. Extra food stamp benefits that millions of low-income people have been receiving for several years are expiring today. The pandemic-era policy gave low-income families the maximum amount each month. It was an average of $251 per recipient. That's now expected to decline by a third for tens of millions of families. With the benefit going away, some advocates are warning of a rise in hunger nationwide. Overall, food stamp benefits will still be more generous than three years ago after the Biden administration pushed through a permanent increase. The Postal Service commits more than a billion dollars for a mostly electric next-generation fleet. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman with more. USPS is awarding contracts to purchase more than 9,200 commercially available electric vehicles and install EV charging stations across the country. The agency is also buying 9,200 gas-powered vehicles to replace its current fleet of aging delivery trucks as soon as possible. USPS is spending more than a billion dollars on the commercial vehicles and $260 million on the charging stations. USPS also plans to buy 66,000 custom delivery vehicles from Oshkosh Defense. At least 75% of those will be electric. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. It is 818. We've got your traffic and weather on the 8s, and we go now to Rita Kessler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Shana. Right now, if you're on the Beltway in Virginia, we have your typical delay at this point on north on the inner loop of the Beltway coming off of I-95, headed around into Annandale. However, keep an eye out after Braddock Road. There was a wreck over on the right shoulder. Northbound 95 still slows through Stafford, seeing some delays in Dale City, also from Lorton into Newington, then on to 395, headed all the way to King Street now. The earlier wreck at the end of the ramp from Seminary Road has cleared. Then you'll find delays before the Pentagon, headed across the 14th Street and the Case Bridge, onto the freeway toward the 3rd Street Tunnel. The other direction slows from both directions of a 295, trying to head onto the inbound 11th Street Bridge. All the way toward the 3rd Street Tunnel. Northbound I-295, that delay is all the way back to the Beltway. Headed to the bridge and southbound DC-295 slows off a 50 in the BW Parkway. Making your way past East Capitol Street, but your lane should be open along that entire stretch. If you're on uh, the inbound Suitland Parkway, that delay is from Silver Hill Road to the light at Stanton Road. Seeing a little bit of volume getting across the Douglas Bridge onto South Capitol Street with nothing reported. Northbound in the 3rd Street Tunnel is heavy trying to make your way 
to New York Avenue. Back in Virginia, it was the northbound George Washington Parkway seeing delays near the scenic overlooks headed past a spout run, trying, uh, headed past a 123, actually, with a single lane getting by the work. Eastbound Route 7 before Blue Ridge Mountain Road, the right side had been blocked with the crash, and we did have delays both directions of Duke Street headed toward Roth Street. There'd been a crash affecting both directions. Johns Hopkins Cancer Care in the greater Washington area with renowned cancer experts in our community, including at Sibley and Suburban Hospitals. Find out more at HopkinsCancerDC.org. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. So much uh, sunshine just streaming (laughs) into the studio this morning, Chad Merrill. Yeah, lots of sun glare this morning. I think it'll be dimmed a little bit by high clouds later today, but temperatures are going to make leaps and strides into the upper 50s to lower 60s today. Just a gorgeous, gorgeous day. We will have clouds come in tonight, and the rain arrives shortly after midnight. That will continue through the morning commute and then end pretty quickly. Temperatures not as cold tomorrow morning, 51 degrees compared to the upper 30s in Washington this morning. 70 degrees will do it on Thursday afternoon as we break out of the clouds and fog and clear the skies out and then on friday a chilly rain comes in from a backdoor cold front cold front that basically comes down from the north and east and instead of the west that'll drop temperatures into the 40s on friday with that rain and saturday will break back into sunshine at least a little bit in the afternoon temperatures in the low 50s and sunday will be partly cloudy with highs in the lower 50s as well i think thursday will be the warmest day we have for a while here in the dmv it is 39 at dulles international it's jumped nine degrees over the last hour when the sun came up 37 at bwi marshall 43 right now at Ray National Airport. Your forecast brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, a big payout for the widow of basketball star Kobe Bryant. 821. Over 100 million people around the world have felt the thrill of Broadway's most spectacular musical, Disney's The Lion King. And now you can too. Experience this breathtaking theatrical event and see why the New York Times declares there is simply nothing else like it. Returning to the Kennedy Center June 21st to July 29th. Tickets on sale now at kennedy-center.org. In business, making good choices can make the difference between success and failure. That's why when it comes to business accounting, you should choose Ayala Vado & Associates, a firm with 40 years of experience serving medium and small businesses like yours. We offer a full spectrum of accounting services from payroll, business strategy, corporate tax, forensic accounting, and more. We're a local firm of CPAs dedicated to serving local businesses. Make a good choice. Visit AyalaPA.com. That's A-Y-A-L-A-P-A.com. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. You're listening to WTOP News. It's A23. A new report from a government watchdog finds federal law enforcement could have done more to prevent the January 6th, 2021 attack on the Capitol. CBS congressional correspondent Scott McFarland tells WTOP. 
these different law enforcement specialists did detect things. What the GAO is saying is they need to improve how they share it with each other. Some of that's already been echoed by some of the other reviews of January 6th, including from the U.S. Senate and, of course, from that House Select January 6th committee. The report says the failure to connect the dots led to an ineffective response. The family of the late Kobe Bryant has been awarded millions of dollars following the release of accident photos from the day the basketball star died. The agreement is nearly $29 million that Los Angeles County must pay to Vanessa Bryant and her children. It's to settle a lawsuit over photos taken at the helicopter crash site three years ago that killed her husband, basketball star Kobe Bryant, their daughter, and seven others. Her attorney in a statement to CBS News says we hope the victory will put an end to this practice. That practice that the local fire and police departments leaked photos of the gruesome scene to tabloids. Bryant had argued it caused emotional distress and violated their privacy. Matt Piper, CBS News. The family was also awarded $15 million by a jury last summer. Maryland's governor joined University of Maryland students, faculty, alumni, and the son of late Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall to celebrate the naming of Thurgood Marshall Hall, the home of its School of Public Policy. The -the state-of-the-art facility now bears the name of the late civil rights lawyer and former high court justice, honoring his role in breaking down barriers for black and African-American students, including the desegregation of the University of Maryland. At that event, Governor Wes Moore told the audience that the naming of a public policy building for Thurgood Marshall is not just honoring a legacy. He said it's an obligation. Hey, are you the parent of an outstanding student athlete? Well, nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next player of the week. Each week, beginning the week of March 13th, we'll feature one athlete on air and online. Visit WTOP.com, search player to apply today. Sponsored by Main Street Bank. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Dave Preston leading with the Wizards. Yes, they rallied past Atlanta 119-116. Bradley Beal and company outscoring the Hawks 19-8 over the final six minutes, he tells NBC Sports Washington. We scratched and clawed and rebounded late in the game and, and just found ways to be able to get us back in one and then two. Uh, to, to give us the lead. So, you know, it's a great team effort, and it was definitely on the defensive end. Deals 37 points for a season high. NHL Capitals active, trading forward Marcus Johansson to Minnesota for a third-round selection while dealing defenseman Eric Gustafson and a first-round pick to Toronto for Rasmus Sandin. They also signed defenseman Nick Jensen to a contract extension. Men's College Basketball, American Beach Bucknell 64-59. AU visits Navy tomorrow in the Patriot League quarterfinals. Number 13, Virginia beats Clemson 64-57. The Cavaliers can still finish tied for first in the ACC. VCU clinches first place in the Atlantic 10 with a 79-67 win over St. Louis. March means conference in the NCAA tournaments as well as the official Girl Scout cookie rankings for 2023. That is this week's Bellway basketball beat on the sports page at WTOP.com. Yes, one dining moment. Dave (laughs) Preston, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Dave. Talk to you in just a little bit. Coming up after traffic and weather. Maryland is graduating students at high rates, but younger kids are struggling. We need to do something around middle school. I'm Luke Luker. It's 826. Heard of Uline? You know, the have-it-all in stock, ready to deliver, shipping and industrial supply specialists. The doing things for you, they're unheard of company. Like keeping